We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 18 minutes past 3 o'clock on KDKA. Delighted to have you dialed our way. And want to talk about an important thing. Sometimes the things that are most important maybe aren't the most fun. But at the same time, you cannot ignore what happened. And to be able to uh, bring that home here in Pittsburgh, there's a program being hosted by Duquesne University, a free public exhibit of powerful letters and images and a special presentation by a local archivist that is commemorating International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Now, that day is designated as being the 27th of January, and that's by the United Nations, a date that marks the anniversary of liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau, the largest and most infamous camp of the Holocaust. And joining us right now on the program is the person who is a curator of that. He is not only uh, a historian, but he's also a Pittsburgher, and we are delighted to have Dr. David Rosenberg joining us right now. Dr. Rosenberg, thank you for being with us on KDK. How are you? Thanks. I'm fine, Rick. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm fascinated to hear where you're going with this exhibit. I have been to Auschwitz. I've been to Dachau um, to to visit those places in Europe. But I'm curious to know how can you capture if no one's if you've not been there before. How can you capture that and show it to somebody half a world away? Well, uh, I I really you know haven't really focus so much on the end process, which I think a lot of people are, you know, grimly, if only vaguely, you know, aware of the details. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I instead tried to focus on the uh, people's lives uh, before their deportation, before the horrible, uh, horrible journey to, to their extinction. Um, so th- that's really been my goal. Um, I've, and I've, Kind of aimed my efforts at at the place where these particular events in, happened in France, right. um, uh, uh, city of Amiens, north of Paris, seventy miles or so. Um, that's the city that I focused on and its surrounding region, the Department of the Somme. But my goal isn't to you know bring the bring the the, the you know the the horrible details into people's. Uh, and to, pe- to people's attention, I think, uh, as I say, I think a lot of people, um, you know, have an idea of what happened there, and um, so I'm I'm focusing on the people in 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 life in their in their in uh, in their site where, where they they lived. How did you choose Amiens? How did you choose that region of France in terms of your focus? Well, I had a I had a long uh, long history with the city. 
I went over there for the first time in 1973, and um, uh, I, at that time I was a graduate student at Yale University getting a PhD in European history, and my focus was not on the Jews but on the Protestants. Um, I was a specialist in what's known as, what used to be known as the Renaissance and Reformation, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the uh, interest at the time was in trying to figure out what sorts of people uh, joined Luther and and Calvin and, and the, the other Protestant reformers in in turning toward a new religion. So that was that was what brought me over to Amiens for the first time. I stayed there for a year. I worked on the research for the, my dissertation, and um, for a long time I continued to really pursue uh, that that particular um, subject. Um, I had friends over in Amiens, uh, uh, and I went back on a sabbatical. In 1995, uh, from Pitt, from my job at Pitt, uh, to, to do more research on the Protestants. And at the same time, I went to the synagogue in Amiens, and I saw a memorial plaque to the Jews who had been deported uh, to Auschwitz. It was, it was the plaque was dedicated to our martyrs, and um, so I wrote down in my journal at the time in 1995. Uh, um, I'm curious about this. I, you know, would like to look into this, but it took me another 15 years of, uh, of, of uh, you know, vegetation, you might say, right, <laughs> right, to uh, really get around to it. Uh, after I retired from Pitt uh, in the archives, uh, I started going back to Amiens in the summers uh, to pursue my research, and it was still on the Protestants. But uh, in 2011, I, I picked up this other this other uh, thread, which, which is, was very, you know, personal to me. So what will and, people um, see then in, in this exhibit that you've got that's going to be at Duquesne up on the fourth floor um, of, the, of the library? What will people see when they go see it themselves? Yeah, well, um, it'll be up uh, uh, for another um, about two weeks till February 4th. Uh, it opened up on January 10th. And uh, what they'll see are... Um, things that I discovered in two different bursts when I got into this uh, particular research. In 2014, I found a, well, I didn't, I essentially found uh, in the National Archives a collection of more than 34,000 pages of documents related to the Jews of this particular region. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not that it was, you know, hidden in a underground tunnel or anything it's but it had it was more or less uh, unknown unexplored by the people in Amiens who had interested themselves in, in the story so uh, when I when I saw that I I, I found uh, all kinds of interesting things for instance I found letters that the Jews had written um, to the French government official in the area asking for exemption from some of the harsh um, anti-Jewish measures that were coming down. Right, right. Um, and that, you know, gave a sort of personal voice to uh, the story. And then I also discovered signed registers where when the Jews um, came to collect by order their yellow star badges in right. 1942, they had to sign a register in the police station in Amiens. And that original register was not in Amiens in the archives. It was in Paris. So that. That, um, you know, kind of took my research to one level. 
And then finally, well, and secondly, in 2017, I discovered pictures, um, identification cards with little photographs of the Jews of the sum, about 42 cards. And, and those are on display there at the exhibit. Uh, with those cards, which had the faces of people, and then the voices of people from the letters, I felt like I could drive this uh, story home to people um, in France. And it turns out it's uh, extremely um, uh, uh, extremely engrossing to people who are uh, you know, living in Pittsburgh. Powerful here, too, as well. Dr. David Rosenberg joining us here on KDK. Again, the exhibit is up, and it runs through Friday, February 4th. Doctor, thank you very much for being here and explaining the genesis of this particular project. We look forward to learning more about it this week. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks you very much. Me. Absolutely. Dr. David Rosenberg, curator, historian. Again, the exhibit is called Who is a Jew? Amiens, France, 1940 to 1945, curated by Dr. David Rosenberg. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.